0: Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Jason? Derek here. Okay, third time, not a charm as far as I'm concerned. Kyrie Irving, there are a lot of people who say this is an apology. Now, just so people know, he apologized, not really. um, Then he was defiant at a news conference. Um, All of a sudden the team comes out and they say, We're going to give $500,000 and he's going to give $500,000 to the Anti-Defamation League. Adam Silver is outraged that he was – that Kyrie continued to be so defiant about the – basically uh, blasting out anti-Semitism on on, – you know, in social media. So, um, I I mean, he blasted out a link of a movie that was very anti-Semitic. He wouldn't say, I'm not anti-Semitic. He wouldn't retract the specific set in the the film – So then he gets a suspension and then he issues this. You want to read it and then we'll go through it. Yeah, um, I'll
1: I'll read it. Um, So Kyrie posted a a rather lengthy post where he said, while doing research on the documentary, I posted a documentary that contained some false anti-Semitic statements, narratives, and language that were untrue and offensive to the Jewish race slash religion, and I take full accountability and responsibility for my actions. I am grateful to have a big platform to share knowledge, and I want to move forward by having an open dialogue to learn more and grow from this. And Here's where we get to sort of the crux of it right here. The apology issue. here's Here's the issue. It comes, to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected by my posts, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain, and I apologize. I initially reacted out of emotion to being unjustly labeled anti-Semitic instead of focusing on the healing process of my Jewish brothers and sisters that were hurt from the hateful remarks made in the documentary. I want to clarify any confusion on where I stand fighting against anti-Semitism by apologizing for posting the documentary without context and a factual explanation outlining the specific beliefs in the documentary I agreed with and disagreed with. Here's the key. That was my words. I had no intentions to disrespect any Jewish cultural history regarding the Holocaust. Stop! Or,
0: stop! 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 Let's talk about that. Yeah. Cultural history regarding the Holocaust—that is not an acknowledgement that the Holocaust existed, because in the documentary they said it didn't. Yes. It didn't happen, and so you know, the, or it this, was greatly
1: exaggerated. The, the documentary th- d- identifies it as this may a be falsehood.
0: parsing. But you're not parsing. I don't this think is I, very I, I, intentional I, by is, Kyrie. Yeah, I don't think I'm parsing at all. He is saying that basically, in the culture, in the, in the Jewish culture, we believe in the Holocaust. We believe it happened, right. and we believe it happened. not we believe in it. We believe it. We believe it happened. This, it this it on would be this would be the equivalent yeah. of saying I
2: had no intentions to disrespect any Christian cultural heritage regarding Santa Claus. Correct. Right. It, That's exactly exactly it. what he well, said. When you qualify history with the word Jewish cultural. It
1: makes
0: it sound like folklore or right. mythology. Right. It doesn't
1: make it sound like history. And in the 1940s, the Jews were massacred in the
0: Holocaust. That's a fact. And he didn't, and he's and, and he didn't disavow the fact. Everybody has been asking about that, and he hasn't responded to it, and he's responding to it this way. This, to me, is not an and, apology. And he's going to say, well, no matter what I say, there's going to
2: be people who don't like the apology. No, no, no. This, this, this is a shot. This is a... In the midst of a long statement, a full-blown shotgun to the stomach. You know
0: what? Well, well, of the, of now the I want to say.
2: Well, go ahead. I want to say one thing though. Some people
1: see this a little bit differently. Some people think that Kyrie Irving is not the. The brightest bulb necessarily and is trying to sound kind of profound and intellectual, but it's
0: but he's stepping in it. You know what? And
1: maybe his intentionality you- is not to say Jewish cultural history is like folklore, but rather that's just how I describe.
0: Can it. I tell you something? Somebody who is unsophisticated is either going to say Holocaust existed, Holocaust didn't exist. To so start getting into the cultural history of Jews, that is an intentional thought process To minimize. That is more sophisticated than saying it did happen or it didn't happen.
1: Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you, but but some people would say he's trying to sound smart. Well, you know and who he said, wrote a long thing and, to sound and, smart. What do
2: you think, Jay? You know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. I, the more that I read this, though, the more that I think it's inescapable that what he was saying is that I understand that there is disagreement on whether or not the Holocaust yeah. happened, but you Jewish people, it's important to you, and I didn't mean to disrespect that.
1: I tend to agree with your your guy's take. I'm just saying there are other people who are saying he's just well, stepping in it and not able to And apologize. the
0: other people are the people that we should be talking about right now, because Kyrie Irving is one person. There is a thing on Twitter now where a lot of people are saying, I stand with Kyrie Irving. Right. They're not standing with Kyrie with a, quote, apology to Jews. Yeah. They're, They're standing, standing like
1: the people on the 405 stood with Kanye.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if you heard last night, but uh, the feds issued a warning to all Jewish synagogues in New Jersey that there apparently is yep. some plan for some kind of a mass shooting or, you know, some calamity that is being planned that the feds are trying to give a heads up to. Yep, That's kind of where we are right now. Yeah. I mean, you know who is
2: not stepping up against Kyrie? The NBA. They have suspended him for five games. Now, let's go back. And a bit of, I know it's minimum bit five ap- games. Minimum five games. It's a bit of apples and oranges mm-hmm. here, but Imei Adoku, the coach of the Boston Celtics, who had a consensual affair with an employee of the Celtics, was suspended for one year. Mm-hmm. But this man's anti-Semitic... Playing on tropes, uh, linking documentaries, multiple opportunities m- to clarify and refusal still... to do. so. Adam Silver's correct outrage gets him oh five games. Right, and by the way, notwithstanding those five games, he will earn forty million dollars this year, thirty-four yeah. million dollars. Some, some. Jason and I were talking money.
1: about the 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 state we're in where the ability to accurately calibrate outrage over different infractions yeah. i mean i think Imeodoku also deserved to be punished for for his actions it's just odd to see such a disparity they are apples and oranges but we're not even calibrating the outrage in 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 a, in a way that's Productive, because as you said, the rise in sort of anti-Semitic hate and potential violence is on the rise. It's all it takes is just this rhetoric, and then all of a sudden you have hate towards a whole group. It's on the rise like a rocket ship.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's on the rise like a rocket ship. And 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 again, I, you know, I'm sorry for sounding like a broken record, guys. If you are listening to this, anybody who's listening to this, get the PBS app. It's 15 bucks. It's worth it. They they have. a a a a documentary series with ken burns called the u.s and the holocaust gotta watch it you gotta watch it you gotta watch it it explains a lot about america about how anti-semitism was laced through america for a long long time and what we did as a nation during the holocaust because if you think it was germany there and us here it is far more connected than that. And, you know, and, I, and, I, and I'm sorry for raising this again, but it's real interesting to me that when I was in school, Charles Lindbergh was simply a hero, that Charles Lindbergh was revered. I revered him when I was reading because I love airplanes. And, you know, I mean, I've been to the Aerospace Museum in D.C. 50 times, honestly. And,
1: and he's one of the nastiest anti-Semites in American history. But
0: not just a nasty anti-Semite. Public. Yeah. I, you know, Henry Ford was a nasty anti-Semite. So was Walt Disney. They didn't do it necessarily on a public platform. Charles Lindbergh was the head of the America First pro- uh, uh, project at the organization during World War II when Franklin Roosevelt was condemning anti-semitism he was on the exact other side he wanted to fight with the Nazis he wanted to move to Germany it was public
1: and he He, had rallies in Madison Square Garden lots of people pro Nazi -nazi rallies not quietly during World War II
0: huge rallies during World War II supporting the Nazis and he was the counterpoint to um, to uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt yeah thought we picked the wrong side And it was never – meant. and look, and I understand, too, this is not unique. I mean, there's so much about black history. Christopher Columbus. Well, there's yes. so much about black history yeah. and so much that was buried, and I get it. And all of it's wrong. But my God, Charles Lindbergh, to celebrate him and and – knowing what everybody knew and not even uttering a word. I never knew about that when I was growing up. I didn't know about it when I was growing
2: up either. And I'm 20 years younger than you. I didn't Nor know. about did when I. I was You look 10. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> Nor did I. I and I was a like, kid of the
1: eighties and he wasn't talked about in these terms. So. You look four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, takeoff. I, I, you know, it's, It is. It's so tragic. Now we know what this was all about. And when you it's just hard to process that what they were squabbling about. And by the way, takeoff wasn't even part of the squabble, but what they were squabbling about. Was just stupid, trash talking, and, <laughs> yeah. and nothing, right? It and it resulted in his death. It is
1: the most. It yeah. is the most petty thing you can imagine. They were trash talking about who's better at basketball. Well, they heard, had a game no, of for, dice. For, for,
0: they were arguing and Qua- a little bit. Quavo about
1: apparently dice. lost a little bit about dice, yeah. but then it turned into, "Hey, I'm better than you at basketball, and we would kill you on the court. We would, we would, we would, we would sort of beat you." Uh, that this is ridiculous, and it highlights and sort of the tragedy of guns what, going off and now a life was taken. Yeah, it's they're absurd. They're arguing
0: about basket, about who could beat who at basketball, and it's it's just unbelievable that we've come to this.
1: There's no words for it. I mean, it, it is it is absolutely tragic to to think that weapons were fired, yeah. a life was taken over a
2: oh, over 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 shit talking, <laughs> over posturing, about yeah. posturing, right, about who's better at basketball, and they're not even on a basketball court.
0: And Takeoff uh, wasn't even part of this.
2: And he, and he, was, he was just an innocent bystander. And, yeah. and,
0: and you know, just – I, I got to tell you, just to think about, you know, there, any murder, there's just no way a family fully recovers ever from it. But when something this dumb happens – that, you know, it. that this is what
1: happened. Well, Charlie talked about it in our room, Charlie Cotton. This is the problem with guns. They are like this permanent final solution to everything. They, they change everything in one shot. And we could have just had a fist fight. We could have rumbled. They could have fought. They could have, you know, you know jawed back and forth, had had a little bit of a it's, fight. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to racketon.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
0: Okay, let's talk about Jeff Bezos and uh, Jay-Z. I think this is Fascinating that that we found out that they have been talking to financial institutions about possibly buying the commanders. Yeah, that's historic. H- well, it's if it ha-
2: we, we've seen this before, Magic. right? Which is yeah, which is I- insanely wealthy magnates like uh, Jeff Bezos uh, teaming up with uh, celebrities who are insanely wealthy in their own right. Uh, in this case, Jay Z to buy sports franchises. Um, it would be. A Fantastic thing. First of all, the owner of the Washington football team, the Washington Commanders, uh, Daniel Snyder, has had recently been accused of horrible acts of misogyny and uh, doing awful things to not 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 personally doing awful things, but the treatment of his uh, female uh, uh, subordinates and employees. He's being pushed out by the NFL. He has expressed a willingness to comply with the NFL's desire to get rid of him. So people are stepping up. We've heard some other people, Byron Mm -hmm. Allen and a couple of other people have sort of uh, lightly suggested they might be involved. But the most serious bidder, once you have Bezos involved, you obviously have the most serious bidder because nobody cannot bid him. And then Jay Z has teamed up with him as well, but and Jay- it's an interesting pair. Par- and
0: Jay Z is really interesting because Jay Z, even though even though Jeff Bezos could buy it on his own, Jay Z can get investors. Oh, absolutely. Bezos
2: wants that credibility of having Jay Z. Yeah. Well,
0: and and that's a huge thing because it would be the first black owner of a team,
2: NFL team. Yeah, NFL. NFL, NFL, NFL yeah, team, uh, yeah, Magic Johnson did this. Uh, I in mean, I mean, yeah. an NFL team. right with right. the with the Dodgers. No. Yeah, and you have Michael Jordan with the with the. Yeah. Bo- uh, with but the, the first NFL owner.
0: NFL owner. And also just the credibility that he brings to everything and the excitement. Yeah. And also, I got to say, Jeff Bezos. We we haven't talked enough about the transformation of Jeff Bezos, that he was this kind of, you know, Wizard of Oz type guy that you didn't see that much. He was behind the curtain pulling all the strings. He's now a full blown celebrity. He's a yeah. full blown celebrity and, loves, and looks <laughs> and looks the part. Loves it. Yes. Loves yeah. it. Hit the gym, got
1: a got a cute girlfriend, nothing, the whole deal. Nothing
0: wrong with it, but the transformation is I, I mean, it's pretty remarkable. It's
2: incredible. Uh, he has gone from, like you said, this nerdy guy who started this book company into the second richest man in the world. And beyond that, a full-blown celebrity is dating, uh, obviously, Lauren Sanchez. He's hanging out with celebrities as much as he possibly can. He's traveling on fabulous vacations to the Mediterranean all summer long. And now he's looking Loves. to buy It's Not unlike it Elon him. Musk's transformation. Yeah, Elon when, Musk
0: was the baldy little we, computer nerd. And there's one smoking gun in this, which is... That the restaurants they choose to yeah. go to, mm-hmm. they choose the five restaurants where you know they're a paparazzi, paparazzi. at all time. All the time. Right. Yes. All the time. And there's nothing wrong with it no. at all. and at, at all. But he is so now in the zeitgeist of pop culture. Yes, he is. And loves it. I mean, yep. you can just yep. feel it. I mean, it, I,
1: I agree. There's a transparency to their transformation to celebrityhood because they're not very... I don't want to say sophisticated celebrities, but they do go to the the hot spots where you know you go to be seen. It's not like they're hiding their, you know, sort of desire to be in the oh limelight. No, like some, you know, Leo DiCaprio wears a low ball cap. He doesn't go to those places. But when you tr- try to join that world, you go to Medeo, you right. go to you, you, the, the no, Ivy, no you go to Nobu. Ma- it's no it's very right. funny to me. Let me ask you a
2: question. Uh, Amazon stock has dropped well over 50% from its highs. Yep. I know this acutely and personally. He he, we're talking probably uh, uh, over a hundred billion dollars in potential wealth from Jeff Bezos alone
0: has gone away. Right. Does he does he have the same when that's happening to somebody? I can already answer. Okay, I've read books on him. Yeah. And people like Jeff Bezos believe so in themselves that. It's all recoverable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all recoverable. He is... He is. It's all just paper losses. God, I hope so. Uh, one of, <laughs> Same for us. One, one of these books talked about his focus. And his focus is almost... It's so singular that he can block out everything else in the world. So when he sets his mind to something... He believes and usually can accomplish it. Yeah. And you know, that's one of the things that made Jeff Bezos Jeff Bezos. But I don't think he look, and you gotta remember too, he lost a hundred billion dollars. He still has
2: another hundred billion behind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is there right. any softer landing than when <laughs> yeah. you're Jeff Bezos losing a <laughs> hundred billion? Yeah. And he's kind of stepped away from Amazon. Yeah. Yes. Um, I just always think back to Steve Jobs. That Steve Jobs, when he stepped away, it started to do poorly an apple and then he came back and was the a hero that he couldn't have been had he never left that's right that's right.
1: Or it can go the other way where Bill Gates stepped away and just has been living as a philanthropist and Microsoft took off. So yeah. you can leave and it can also be fine. Well and there can be No, no, no. Good But, stewards but in I place. think
0: Bill Gates, Bill Gates's narrative is I had this company in such a good position that I can now do good for the rest the, of the, the world. The narrative, exactly.
2: the narrative plays out however you want it to play out. It right? yes. It's like I put it on the path to the success right. and I've been able to do If it failed, well, that's not my good, the, the idea is to get out while it's on top. Amazon oh, has a huge NFL deal, by the way, too. With yeah. Showing games, so if
1: he buys, Prime. yeah, right. he can actually help his own team. You I might see more he, Commanders games. There's a little bit of conflict I of interest.
2: What if himself of that? It's interesting. Yeah, People
1: yeah. are saying it with Twitter and Elon Musk because Twitter or Elon Musk, when he bought Twitter, brought a bunch of engineers from Tesla in, yeah. and they're saying
0: you can't use Te- that's a different public company. Tesla <laughs> Tesla
1: shareholders don't want their engineers used at your personal plaything. But anyway,
0: yeah. since you mentioned Tesla, let's spend two minutes on it because there's something I want to talk about as soon as we're done to end this thing because I'm this is all i've been thinking about mm-hmm. but, but before we do let's do twitter so it looks like as we do the podcast right now it looks like elon's gonna fire half the staff today yeah mm-hmm. ominous if, letter huh ominous yeah. well it's not even ominous it's <laughs> like you know pack, pack your back we are gonna lock the doors right. we're turning right. off your key cards so he's clearly gonna do it and you know there are people it's just the weirdest reaction that people have he bought the company. It's his. It's his. It is a private company owned <laughs>
1: by Elon Musk. This yeah.
2: idea that somebody has an entitlement to work <laughs> yeah. at Twitter because they used to work at Twitter or before it was owned by Elon Musk is preposterous. Yeah. He,
1: he owns the company. It's a I mean, totally brand new company that he owns. He can do whatever he wants.
0: It's so funny because I I think about like my dad owned a liquor store. And I just think, really, you know, look, I understand the difference in scope for sure. And but I just also understand scope? the uh, difference in, in importance but like if somebody came into my dad's liquor store when he owned it and said, You shouldn't be selling that liquor. You should be selling that liquor. This is wrong. Don't sell, I don't know, Smirnoffs because it's Russian or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I don't think it's Russian, I'm not no, sure. No, it's not. It's right. it was labeled a but Russian. Whatever. Brand, right. Whatever. It's like it's his company.
2: And, and, and just to take the, take it further, these employees are and now And I'm not lying, saying
0: that it's it's great for America.
2: Certainly not supporting what Elon Musk is doing right. at all. But we're just simply saying that these employees are now saying they want to like file a class action against him for wrongful termination. I mean, imagine take, taking your father's liquor store. Imagine if there, he bought it from somebody. It was a pre-existing liquor store, That's right? That's
0: why it was called Rick's. My dad's <laughs> name wasn't Rick. <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> imagine if the cashier was like, oh, you can't fire me just because you bought the company. This is my job forever. No, your dad's coming in. He said, I want my little Harvey to work the cash no. register here. I want
1: to play a little bit of devil's advocate. Yeah. Their lawsuit they're trying to say there aren't notice requ- there are notice requirements under California law that yeah, okay. employees deserve certain types okay. of yeah, notice.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like tenants deserve no, certain notice. But you can and either certain... give them notice or
0: you can pay them out a little bit, and that's or, all he's doing. And right. if he's violating no, the law, he should answer to that. Sure. We get him. Anyway. Okay, I want to talk about something. So I have been reading and watching um everybody talking about the midterms and hand-wringing and all this. And Look, I mean, I I have grave doubts about our democracy surviving. I really do. And I hate to say that, but I do. And I'm listening to everybody from Joe Biden on down saying democracy is at stake. Everybody, you've got to go to the polls and vote to support and defend democracy. And, you you know, you hear it on the other side, too, where people are saying, yeah, democracy, guns and this, you know, everybody's talking about defending democracy. I, you know, I've just been thinking so much about this. I don't think Americans are that into democracy. And no. and, and here's why I say wow, that. Wow, this is a hot yeah. take. Go. I don't think they you are. You think we want to go back to I, I, uh, King? You look at what's going on right now in this country— And the recent polls show 50% of the people are not going to believe the results of the election. They say that, that they have doubts about the legitimacy of elections. There are people who are, you know, that you disagree with somebody. They're not your opponents. They're your enemies. Um, We have no tolerance anymore in this country for anything. Those are foundational issues with democracy. And if people really... Believe in democracy, not the word. Everybody, it's easy to say I believe in democracy. Right, right. Sounds, but good. when you drill down and you look at the principles of democracy, and you look at what's going on in this country from all sides, you know, especially the wingnuts um, yeah. on the right. I, I'm sorry, that's my personal opinion. Yeah. But but, yeah. but the intolerance is everywhere.
2: The and intolerance
0: is spread evenly across the board. Everywhere,
2: the desire to to, to say, which some of kind say, I don't care what the People say the voters have voted for we are going to install these people in government period and
0: and shockingly see I thought that was all a Republican thing yeah. it's more a Republican thing but Democrats are also saying that now yep. so you know Donald Trump has poisoned this well so and people have followed I mean you know it's sort of like when you spread anti-semitism you see all the people who come out of you know the, the shadows the, yeah. and You know, there are a lot of people come out of the shadows and in terms of the principles of democracy, those, you know, the the, the tent poles, I don't think people are into it. And, and, And I hate saying that. But I believe that.
1: Look, there are deep philosophical questions about uh, democracy is extraordinarily hard to run. It is. And right. and having a despot is much, much easier. Top-down autocracies uh, have their value in a certain respect. My worry is that we're not going to get the enlightened despots that no, we all think benevol- we could live with. No you're not going to get the benevolent dictator. ones. Yeah, but right. You're going to get the awful ones. You're
0: skating over what I'm asking.
1: I'm do, uh, do 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 deep are, down do no, Americans are, care about having a democratically elected ta- official?
0: If you believe the, I, I'm I'm full of shit. Tell me, but I, I you know I've been texting a friend about this. Yeah, and um, Limit, and and yeah. and you know we've just been talking about it. Limit. I I have I have real issues. If, I don't think it's if I don't, don't had, think it's humans. I think all humans deep down desire just the, leadership. If if. If No, but but it's not about leadership. You can have leadership in a democracy and a dictatorship. It's about freedom. And it's yeah. about do we really value these freedoms? Do we believe in free speech? And let's let's all assume we're not talking about hate speech or threatening or no, anything no, no. like that. Yeah. But even no. speech you disagree with, how do, valuable
2: are those things? So, do so, you tolerate yeah. it? Let me put a fine point on what you what you're asking. So, if the question is to all the 50% of the country who's anti Donald Trump, right? If you were to say to those 50%, if Voting, uh, democratically elected, if we all got together and voted and Donald Trump won, would you want to honor those results or would you be happy throwing those results out? And then you went to the... 42% 42% of Donald Trump supporters, and you said, if Donald Trump were to lose fair and square, would you be happy with those results, or would you, despite those results, would you want Donald Trump implanted as president? I think you're right. I think the va- well over 50% of the country on both sides would say, I, I, I don't care what the voters say. It's but, not worth it. I want this person in, or I want this person but,
1: out. But it's not just raw, naked, I want this person in. What it is, is these people think that it would be good for the country to have Donald Trump, and it would be detrimental for the country, and against its it's democratic will. It would be yeah, – if the yeah, democratic will that, is to instantiate it, this person, they're saying, well, instantiating uh, him is bad, so I don't care about the democratic no, will. That, I care about that, the good that, of the country. That, that's
2: to Harvey's point, though. Yes, the but good of the country. But that is what they're they, saying. Everybody thinks they're voting for the good of the country. Nobody would say they're not voting for the good of the country. Right, right but no one is saying they're anti-democratic. Everyone no, is just I, saying no, I saying The
0: value of the country nobody, is higher than, nobody than sa- democratic Nobody says it, but what are they – but when you look at what they're there. saying – I mean, are they really Democratic? No, they're not. They're deeply not. I was deeply involved in Robert Kennedy's presidential campaign. And, you know, when he was assassinated, um, it was hard getting behind Hubert Humphrey, um, who was the Democratic nominee. But the option was Richard Nixon. Yes. And as a young person, as a Democrat, um, I remember feeling, and especially because of my work with robert kennedy when the night of the election when richard nixon won was one of the most heartbreaking things that i can it it was it was and and so many people felt the same way i mean you saw all these young people crying it was a huge election yeah not the silent majority but no nobody (laughs) said this election is invalid nobody said he's not my president we accepted it and it was horrible and heart-wrenching to do but it was an inconceivable today. I mean, can you imagine if Donald if Donald Trump wins in 2024 and he's going to run if he wins? You know, there are going to be people saying, well, you know, they installed all these you know, secretaries of state who are wing nuts. They um, have engaged in voter intimidation. They have gerrymandered things. To, uh, you know, they're gonna get into a million things. Yeah. And, and the, the
1: left is going to attack the legitimacy. Everyone's worried about the right attacking well, the legitimacy. But, both, and if but he the loses, left the and right is gonna go crazy. Correct. Right. But everyone if is self-serving. Loses,
2: if he loses We've already seen what'll happen. Exactly, it's happening right now. Oh, yeah. if he loses they're gonna have an insurrection and January 6th will happen all over again. Right, well, so, I
0: think it goes way, way beyond worse, the, right. way beyond the Capitol.
2: But right. so then both
1: sides will be attacking legitimacy. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's the problem. So, yeah. Uh, so, it's, yeah.
0: So, I, I know you said, "Oh God." When, when I said it, you said, "Oh, that's a hot take." It's yeah.
2: like, I'm... I, I didn't know where you were going with it, but I, I, agree with you that there are the, the vast majority of Americans. I, I totally agree, would prefer to have their candidate in, especially as it revolves around Donald Trump. That he, he's a singular personality. As it relates Donald Trump, a vast majority would like him in or out, regardless of the will of the voters. Correct.
0: Uh,
1: it's. And I'm not sure, so sure it's all bound up with Trump anymore. I think I think it's bound up with their values. I think if DeSantis were running, they would also say, it's know, like, it wouldn't be illegitimate extreme. for him to There's lose." A point I think there. it's I transferable how, yeah, now, yeah, but yeah. anyway, uh,
2: it's we are becoming a banana republic.
0: I, I hate I, a
1: massively sized, economically dominant banana
0: republic. It's I mean, wild, yeah. guys. Can you imagine what's going to happen in a week? I mean, I don't think we're going to get election full election results next Tuesday Uh, for sure. Republicans are going to take both the House and Senate. It's not it's not. Well, no, no, no. But I'm saying and and who knows? There may be certain races, uh, you know, on the Senate side that are going to be contested. But are people going to accept the 2022 results? I think the losing side, there is going to be a significant number who are going to say it was rigged. No matter who Although wins or a loses. Although it's a test of our institutions. And then by the we'll way- We'll have
1: court and, cases like we had last time, and, and the courts will come down uniformly in one direction, and then we will have- Joe Biden has had a presidency. Very irrelevant. Yeah, but Joe Biden's well, had a presidency. I, yeah, there were
0: 60 courts that said that he, the 2020 election was legit. But he's president. But Joe so Biden has irrelevant. been a president. Yeah, huh? it's not, it's he's had irrelevant. an administration.
2: Because those court systems uh, hel- uh, held there's up- still, There's still- so many, so many people are saying the election- I, I know, but because those court systems held up, he's sitting in the White House today- Correct. Making decisions and leading the army.
1: Donald Trump didn't run the military
0: through the White Point there's there, a point so
2: far i didn't realize okay. how
0: close we were until uh until yes. these january 6 hearings of course we were super close My,
2: mike mike pence saved the democracy mike, and, mike, but he, for him we would not have he we had donald democracy. trump sitting with i'm telling you without mike pence doing what he did we had donald trump sitting in the oval office with right the military now with three <laughs> uh yeah. with three uh three deep military surrounding the white house and martial law being imposed in many states in this country. One That's fi- what we would have right now.
0: One final question. If Donald Trump were to get elected in 2024, would he ever leave office for the rest of his life?
2: No. Never. Not only that, there would be people imprisoned who spoke out uh, about uh, against and protested. Against I don't think his... he'd
1: ever leave. And you know who said that first? Very first? Bill Maher. Bill yeah. Maher said it about the first administration. Very early, he said... He will never leave willingly. And he was right. I thought it was. Richard he, was he was born out. out. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Have a good weekend.